Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. This week we're talking about what we hate about you. Um, <laughs> we just wanted to go around the table and we wanted to bring you in on the things that oh we hate boy. about. This, this is going to be titled about fandom. Well, it, it, and things we hate about you. Hate about <laughs> 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 yes. All right, let's do this. My oh, name is always I'm T. Christie. I'm sharing this to Brian, William Fennifer. Greetings. Michael Hater Scott. Oh, man. And Trey, it's for your benefit, Stokes. Sorry, you guys. <laughs> okay. No, no I, just wanna, I, I just want to give yeah. some context this, because this, this, I this evolved. Yeah, that's we have We have a couple. I'm just. I just want to put it put it out there that we have a couple episodes in the can that that <laughs> T, T yes. doesn't want to release because he thought they were too negative. It's an and episode now- called "Why You Shouldn't Move to Hollywood." <laughs> yeah. Well, and I want to and I want to and I want to go on record just saying when this topic was chosen, I wasn't even in the room. <laughs> I walked out. I came back. I heard we were talking about this. I don't even know. But what sure, we're gonna say. But sure. your eyes lit up. Yeah. In my defense, your it's, eyes lit up. That's not true at all. Okay. Um, it actually started. Neither confirmed in the chat room. We we asked people, you know, what should we talk about? Give us ideas for stuff the same way we do the suggestion threads and stuff like that on the forum and uh, Owen Ward said talk about Star Wars versus Star Trek but don't have that conversation have a conversation about the conversation and Brian's like yeah I have some stuff to say about that so I guess we'll start there what are the, the things like that that just bug the Everling shit like what is it about the Star Wars versus Star Trek discussion that you hate it's just ridiculously point like what is the point well of- it's a weird dichotomy to choose just because they both have the word star in the name but that's yeah, like- yeah and, and that's, well, that's, that's, that's the, the one largest pointer- similar sets of fandom I guess so but it's if you're taking them as works as franchises they're in two entirely different things it's it's the cliche comparison but it's like who would win in a fight an apple or an orange shut the fuck up (laughs) just shut up It's, it's just like it's like for me it's the same analogy as people who argue about sports or religion I don't care about any of it. It's it's, it's all, all the same, pointless. isn't it? Isn't it's it the same pointless. thing? Try to calm down, Michael. I know. Yeah. Just, Michael, Michael literally dropped Mike the mic. Just dropped the mic. He just, just dropped, dropped the, the mic. mic yeah, I'm done here. You need a hype man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I just it's they're they're both things. Either you enjoy them or you yeah. don't. I mean, as as somebody who's been both a Star Wars and a Star Trek fan for most of my life, I remember being annoyed at this debate even as far back as being a kid. Like it makes no goddamn. They're things. I like both of these things. Pick a side, Brian. Can we all just we're at war? Pick a side. <laughs> Pick a side. We're at war. Uh, it's just it's <laughs> all that is required for evil to whatever the thing is for Goodman to whatever the thing quote quote whatever. Yeah, I, I, I guess I guess what I guess <laughs> well what, said. That's amazing. <laughs> that should be a, that should be a t-shirt. All that is required for whatever. <laughs> all that's required for whatever is for something something quote <laughs> t something something <laughs> that's <awesome>. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> 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 don't don't trust everything you read on the internet, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something something god damn it um it's i there's just if there's if you're gonna have the question if you're gonna go to all the trouble of having a debate or an argument or having some kind of verbal contention over whatever this question is whatever it is what do, ask yourself this question before you start what do you hope to achieve or discover <laughs> or find out by the end of that conversation that you didn't know at the beginning regardless of what it is whether it's about healthcare or star wars versus star trek or the higgs boson or whatever ask yourself and try to imagine what do you what hope is, the end result of that conversation will be at what the is end. your end game here what is your end game <laughs> here well let's find some silver lining brian what is your exit strategy? wouldn't you like to see a scene just a scene of the uh, enterprise fighting a star destroyer no you didn't? Come on, really? No. You really don't want to see this? No. You don't want What's to see the, the Millennium Falcon point? up against a What's Warbird? What's the goddamn point? Because it'd be amazing. Because <laughs> you love both of those things. It's, I think I think South Park, before there was a South Park, covered it when they had Jesus fight Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That like, is really funny. That's a really good concept. <clears throat> Dorkman, do you want to Oh, we've like settled that, that one, you? at least. Yeah. 
No, like, I actually don't get that annoyed by fans. I think I'm too, I'm too used to them. I, I kind of know how it yeah, works. Yeah, I think I used to, but now I'm like, I can't think of any. There are some that just baffle me, I guess. Uh, like, um, on uh, on TFN, when I was a, a moderator at the time, and I wasn't... Name I wasn't, drop. I wasn't on, I wasn't on like, the, the episode three boards or anything. It was just around fan films, but, you oh, know, God forbid, it had no. different... But <laughs> I don't mean to humble brag, but I was a moderator on a Star <laughs> no, Wars No, 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 no. So <laughs> not this, episode three. This but, is, but back when Star Wars yeah. was a big deal. This yeah. is why... I'm just putting that out there as to why I was aware of it, okay? The, apparently, on the episode three boards, there was, su- there was like, a jihad about <laughs> whether or not... Palpatine let Mace Windu win in their fight in episode three. He totally did. And that, dude, don't start. (laughs) Seriously, it got. Oh, God, here we go. That was a troll, by the way. It got. Totally trolling. I was trolling, yeah. It got to the point where that topic of conversation was banned. (laughs) They were not permitted to discuss that anymore. No one was permitted to bring it up. (laughs) If you brought it up, you got banned. They're like, this this conversation cannot be had anymore. And, uh, like, I've. I've got wow. no dog in that fight. Wasn't a component of that that George had said one thing? I don't, I don't but know. But then he came back in later and tried to fix it by correcting the yeah. other way. You're banned. It's I'm like, kicking. George, you're not <laughs> helping. I've, I've got... I've got <laughs> abso- well, he did that with pronunciation constantly, but yeah. I have Doku. no dog in that fight. I'm just, I, I'm just saying I was... I was even still having you know grown up on the internet taken aback <laughs> by the fact that that could be by the, that much the of a sheer thing. absurdity. Of, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is. I mean, f- forget Medicare, forget <laughs> gun rights. <laughs> this did Palpatine let Windu win? Yeah, that that I <laughs> we for have like to settle this, and that argument went uh, like across multiple threads over like years before they finally <laughs> shut it down. It was like, are you wow, you guys could not I, get the blast doors closed in time. No. <laughs> <laughs> and so like so i don't I, I try not to get riled up about things that much anymore that i can think of but um other than just this you know this movie is bad and you should feel bad um but uh in terms of arguments like that i can't really think of one that's just the first one that springs to mind is like my god that was like that sure I, was a thing i can't even get worked up about real politics anymore <laughs> the way i used to like, oh Bob is a socialist, like, you know, four years ago. I'm like, you're an idiot. Fuck. Yeah. Ah. Now I'm just like, Shh, just, yeah. oh, whatever. You're not even, tr- you're uh, not even trying. You're not even trying. Why anymore. should I? <laughs> uh, so yeah. I, I really cannot conceive of a mentality at this point where I would give a shit as to which would win in a fight, a Star Destroyer or the Enterprise. Shh, just fuck off. Yeah. Just fuck off. It's so fine on. to, <laughs> it, 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 it's fine to like both. Yes. It's actually okay. Yeah. You yes. You get to the point. I think I think that's what it is. There's a there's an age of like maturity in like fandom and geekdom to be like, you know what? I can like something and you can like another thing without meaning that I like it's, my thing. It's less. totally artificial tribalism. It's, yeah. it's oh, I'm a star- I define myself as a Star Trek fan. I define myself as the exact <laughs> same thing as I am a Redskin. I yeah. root for the I think, Redskins. I, think, I vote for yeah. I think that is exactly it for me. I'm I'm just and and like you said in politics too. Just in real life, I'm like I'm losing my grip on the idea of tribalism and on the idea yes, of caring yeah. about tribalism. Yeah. yeah, and and that's that's I. For me, essentially, that's what it always boils down to. Is yeah. these we're hardwired to you know make draw these lines in the sand as to I am part of this group and you're part of that group and this is the most important thing ever. And 
at least for me personally, and I really hope to fucking God for the rest of the human race any day now, we all go, oh, you know what? That's a giant fucking waste of time. Let's not spend so much fucking energy doing was, that. Well, as, in, in a similar way, it's like uh, it's one of the great memes that went around, uh, not to not to mix our topics here, but one of the great memes that went around was like, you know, dear religion, while you were arguing about chicken sandwiches, we went to Mars. You're pal yeah. science. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, let's have some perspective. And, yeah. you know, and you can even have, I, I'm not, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm not even going to advocate the let's not discuss whether it can this can happen let's just you know whether the star destroyer can beat the enterprise or whatever let's, let's just not think it's important yeah let's not <laughs> yeah. let's just not care too much yeah is all as an esoteric like yeah but see this and that you know okay fine you know sure let's let's have an argument about it, or, or at least a discussion about trivia just to pass some time i mean you know we, we got years to spend and we know this for some reason <laughs> exactly and you know fine let's, i'm not due for cancer in at least five yeah, years exactly. but but to get invested in it is yeah. is like you know, again, you're just you're you're just it's an arbitrary thing about something that isn't real anyway. Just go outside, let and it walk go around your neighborhood. Just yeah, t- exactly. take a nice evening stroll. Well, of course, I've never I've never been Hopefully able to Hopefully with a pretty person of the opposite sex. I've never just... been able to, you know, to fully appreciate or the same sex. Sorry. Star Wars. Yeah, that's right. Hey, don't be judging. Sorry. Um I've never I'll been cut able, you. never <laughs> been able to fully appreciate the it's my tribe. You've never been able to anyway. Sorry. Fully appreciate. Thank you. the The whole Star Trek versus Star Wars because, of course, I like both, and I like both because I come from a world where they didn't coexist anyway. Uh, there was Star Trek, and Star Trek was like, "Ooh, this is cool. This is a thing I've been wishing there was more of. I like it. It's nice. I enjoy this. I think I'll buy some of the novels. I'll watch the television shows. I'll buy some a little bit of memorabilia. I'll buy a model kit and put it together. That's cool. What's this new thing? Star Wars? Ooh." Also cool, different, but also cool. I will enjoy this now. Now I have two things that I enjoy. That's great. I don't. I don't understand how the Star Wars versus Star Trek thing even exists to begin with. You know, it's like it is. Yeah. They're they're two sides of the of a very similar coin. Of, of and I come in my day, we didn't have a lot of those coins, so I'm perfectly capable of going. They're both great. I'm glad we have both of them. I they're, like both coins. They're fun. Nothing really. I mean, I I I feel sort of exasperated when I hear about let's get this TV show back on the air kind of stuff. Uh, it doesn't like. Oh, bug you want to talk about Firefly? Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. There's a thing. Well, there's <laughs> actually. You know, it's like what, what, what did I just do? When <laughs> this was well, when this was when you know I I stepped back in the room and I said, oh, we're doing a, we're doing an episode. What we're talking about? We're talking about what we hate about fandom. I was like, oh, great, because you know. I don't already have that reputation as it is, uh, <laughs> but I'm trying to think of like what to say that you're, you're actually touching on the topic that I would go, okay, if I have to name something there, that's it is, is that, and we've talked about it in other, in is other the episodes. Firefly necrophilia. It's well in general and the whole, you know, it, you know, sending a goatee to NBC, that kind of thing. Yeah. The whole, the whole, you know, it's just that because there's so much, you just don't know how much we care. Exactly. Well, yeah, when you're talking, when you talk about, when you talk about, you know, a Star Destroyer versus the Death Star or whatever. You know, you're talking about fictional things. When you're talking about they canceled the show because of X, you're talking about real things. There's actual data and information about that. That it actually exists in yeah. reality. And, yeah. it, you know, you, you, you can dislike the data. You can go, it's a shame that that's how the world is. But there's just whenever people get to talking about they canceled show X because of Y, that's... That's one. That's sometimes you know that, that those are common threads that are going to set my teeth on edge and go. Oh, I got to create an avatar and get in this. <laughs> no, no, I know better. You can't teach a pig to sing, but uh, <laughs> but the whole the whole idea of you know that people just will make up some amazing excuse for why 
a show was canceled or why a movie wasn't popular. It's like, it, you know why a movie wasn't popular? People didn't go see it. We're done. That's it. Yeah. That's the answer. They didn't go see it. We can talk about why they didn't go see it. Uh, maybe it wasn't advertised properly. Maybe it just didn't have that much appeal. That's it. <laughs> just because you like it, and boy, the argument that you hear more than anything else is, everyone loved that show. If everyone loved that show, it would still be on the air. That is empirically true. Yeah. You know what show everyone loves? American Idol. Yeah. And that's why yes. the show is still on. That's right. They'll keep that show on. They've switched. They've, they've, every, people who are on that show go, I'm done with this show and left. And that show's still going. Why? Yeah. Because you're watching it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, I do understand from the aspect of nobody watched that show and then it hit DVD and everyone was like, what's that? And yeah. picked it up. And then everyone was like, oh, my God, this is the best show yeah. ever. We were and, there are su- and there are success stories about that. Yeah, well, yeah. there's Family Guy, yeah. for example. Futurama. Guy, Futurama. Yeah. Firefly. Now, well, Firefly is Firefly. People argue well, that. Uh, Firefly, people Firefly, still say, in the, Firefly in the sense that Serenity came about. Yeah. Well, but, but, and Serenity bombed. Yes. yes. Let, yes. <laughs> let's be realistic about it. And you still to this day will say, if they would just put Firefly back on the air, they would see what a hit it is. They, Firefly has been given more chances <laughs> than anything ever. It's not going to happen because it didn't happen. Yeah. We've got the and and at this point, <clears throat> as as much as I I do love Firefly and I'm glad Serenity happened. I love Firefly too, but it's I recognize like, I'm in a very small minority yeah, of vocal people. That was, th- guys, that was ten years ago. Yeah, practically yeah. nine, ten years ago. That entire cast, they're all on yeah. different television shows now. <laughs> there are there are other things. It's okay to be excited about other things now. <laughs> it's okay to love again. It's not a betrayal of Firefly <laughs> yeah. if you like other things as well. Yeah. It, is, all I'm it is really time to move on from the Firefly thing. Yeah. They're making comics I mean, and doing Comic-Con panels and everything else. I mean, you know, it's like they're doing everything they can. But uh, Joss w- Whedon had that movie. He's going to be doing those things for a while. Yeah. At least be glad with- for him. Yeah. Yes. Be At- glad for Nathan Fillion. He's yeah. in his third season of a show that is successful or fourth season. Like, it's whatever like it is. sixth. Sixth or seventh. Sean Mars, the one to be sorry for. He, he had a new show at Tank last season. Yeah. You know? No, it's fine. Jewel State's on a show. Marina Backron's on a show. Everyone's what, working. What's Jewel State on these days? She was Jewel on State's on a Canadian Atlantis. show called, uh, I can't think of it, but... LA it, Complex? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I keep seeing her tweet about that. Yeah. Um, I follow her on Twitter. <laughs> I do, too. At, at least, it, at least in me those regards, <laughs> I, I've, I don't fault people, or at least I fault them less for trying to change the world for the better, however they... Uh, only Firefly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. However, it's they like, however like they construct a better world in their head, and like, they go, "I'm going to make this world better by bringing back Firefly yeah, or like, Star Trek or Fi- Family Guy or whatever it it's is." It's the Bill and Ted Wild Stallions future. If only, <laughs> yeah. if only the thing I like were it more turns famous. Out, it turns out world the key peace. to the whole thing was Firefly being yeah. canceled. Um, so nine eleven cause of Firefly being canceled, <laughs> even though Firefly was canceled after uh, that's what that's why people don't see it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> it's actually this weird anti-time yeah, no. paradox. I'll explain causal it. Loop. I'll Wake explain up, it. sheeple. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gina Torres caused nine eleven. Yes. Um, so I, I fault people. I get less ups- even though I recognize the irrelevancy a lot of times. In we're gonna mail our goatees to NBC, and that will show them. It's diluted and it's sad, <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't upset me as much as the pointlessness of what would win in a fight, you know, Vader <laughs> yeah. or Kirk. It, you know, Vader. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Vader. <laughs> yeah, he has magic powers. Yeah, <laughs> he can choke. He can choke Kirk from across the room. <laughs> you're you're just feeding the monster, guys. <laughs> you're feeding the monster. Don't. No, see, uh, I think I think like like Trey said, there's a difference between 
between having the conversation and caring deeply yeah. about the outcome Making of the conversation. Making it you know, worth your while. There's a question here about luck. Oh, it was uh, oh, uh, the, the Dustin Hoffman show. Yeah. The horse racing one. Well, which canceled because it had low ratings. Uh, and, and, but then they also... The well, well it, it, was, yeah. it was it had low ratings, but it was on HBO, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but so HBO was. doesn't care about low ratings as much as we talked about in other episodes. But then they had some unfortunate accidents and horses died during it. And that really... What they did was that gave HBO an excuse to go, you know what? No. But it was it was not a hit. Yeah, it was not doing. If that you guys well. hadn't killed those horses, we were going to let you do this. Yeah, we would let you have a full. But now season. you're killing horses. Ba- yeah. I, I think that. What the, did the horses ever do? Yeah, that's yeah. basically it. They're like, we would have let this. We would have let this go. But now we're getting a lot of press, and you're not exactly our biggest seller yeah. anyway. You ain't so. no Game of Thrones. Game yeah. of Thrones has got six horses in the bag already that they yeah. could kill. <laughs> Game of Thrones could kill a half dozen horses. They're still gold. <laughs> hey, Trey, hey Trey, how you well, have not built up any horses, Lock. Trey, how well is your show doing? <laughs> oh, we can kill about Boy, six horses. We are, we can get, we are, I think we can get away with about seven horses. Now. We just got the memo that we actually hit eight horses on one. Eight horses. <laughs> yeah, there haven't there hasn't been we a show with eight horses eight, since we have Friends. An eight horse lead on on this. <laughs> there hasn't been an eight horse show since Friends, and I don't think they ever got one. Like they yeah. they cashed out with all that free money. Two more can horses, we, and we could we could kill a supporting actor. That's true. They, they, <laughs> they did kill Marcel the monkey. So, <laughs> we could trade so. in the ten horses <laughs> yeah. for yeah. the one. That's great because the, u- the unions don't usually roll over on that. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make that a thing? Like from now on, whenever we do diff and we're referencing a show's popularity, we'll just say it's eight. It's a it's five horse show. Or it's an eight show. horse show. They could get away with killing five horses straight up on the show, and it would still stay on the air. It's a five horse yeah. show. Now, Game of Thrones might be an eight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Game of Thrones is easily. I an think eight. Breaking Definitely. Bad is is actually probably at the the supporting character. They could actually <laughs> they could actually kill a a union extra. <laughs> on Breaking Bad, and it would still be fine. Well, I'm sure if an untimely end happened to Skyler, there would not be a lot of people uh, uh, <laughs> upset with that. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. I don't like either of those sisters. Whatever. Now, there's a lot of things, just to flip this entire thing on its head, there's a lot of things I really like about fandom. I mean, bear in mind that many of us... What we're pretty doing, girls that dress up in skimpy clothes. Well, what we've been doing for the last fun. few that. years in our careers, Trey's career goes back farther, but even the most recent years of your career, all of our careers are, as a result, to some extent, from fandom. I mean, oh, sure. You know, all the stuff that we were doing, we, we know each other through fandom, we all made fanny shit and then the fanny shit led to the stuff that we ended up doing later for for realsies and i mean all that stuff is is good stuff without I, fandom we don't I, have we don't we don't have people listening of, to us either because yeah, they're yeah, all yeah, part yeah. of the yeah. same community otherwise fandom, who would care yeah, yeah. And, and i'm a big fan of communities i'm, I'm on record as just you know liking <laughs> communities and, and people and <laughs> what a controversial stand to take <laughs> wow. i'm on record as liking people yeah. oh. Christie and I, I, think this, message. I think this whole banding together into groups is really going to pay off for us <laughs> as humans no because then brian's gonna get mad about tribalism <laughs> on the internet that is a that is a controversial thing you like people get out of here <laughs> get off the internet. you know who else likes people gone yeah <laughs> yeah fuck i can't it's funny <laughs> you know who else like people hitler no. It's like trying to give someone a like those starter logs that you put on a fire to get it going, but if you soak it, you really can't light it on fire at all. Trying to figure out the metaphorical sogged starter log that you just throw at the world's best trolls and see if you can't actually get them to do it. Like I c- f- shit. Like being, it's like being anti-breathing or something. Like, see if you can get them to not be able to. Well, like, I think that I think the the trolls themselves prove that it's possible yeah, to be anti-people. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up. But there's a lot of things about fandom that against I like. everything. Some some trolls just don't want to see the thread burn. You know, it's it's the same old thing. You know, you take moderation and everything, even moderation. And, and sometimes fans go a little nuts. But for the most part, I I like the energy that comes about from many people liking the same thing at once. Yeah, I mean that's oh, yes to to shit all over tribalism. 
you, you can do that all you want, but the, you, you did. I, and I, I yes, I, and I'm about to make the counterpoint because I am a well-rounded individual. Damn uh, it, God, you <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> and I can hold more than one perspective in my head at a time. Bam. I love people, and if you question me, I'll kill you, yeah. <laughs> dick. <laughs> uh, yes, tribalism is bad, but community is very good. Yeah. Tribalism is really just season four was kind of weird. But community. <laughs> it was season three, wasn't it? Yeah, season four is coming. Yeah, We're about to see. Four. We're about to see what season four <laughs> yeah. is going to be. Uh, it might not be weird enough is uh, the worry. We'll see. Uh, tribalism is just community taken too far, but community is th- the defining characteristic that makes human beings human beings, and it's the reason why we are as successful if you're defining success as what we currently are as a species or not. If you define <laughs> well, the, here we the, are. the situation we're, that we're in We're having a good run success. so far. Yeah. Uh, so far, it's working. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> in the chat Joe's like community only has half a horse yeah, yeah. <laughs> well now yeah they're back down to a half a horse yeah, they're, yeah. They're pro- they probably couldn't if they killed a large turtle that might be it yeah yeah they really they, if they just found a turtle in front of the studio they would get blamed for it that could be bear in yeah, mind yeah. this this metric also has functioned more to talk about whether or not a show is safe on air it's not <laughs> it's necessarily the, a quality it's thing. like the Chris Rock joke you know how my, you know how famous Michael Jackson was we gave him the first kid <laughs> yeah. okay not again Michael no more of that <laughs> that's how famous Michael Jackson was <laughs> that's how famous Michael Jackson was then he came back years later another kid Michael uh, oh uh, you're making it so hard for us here alright but we're gonna try really hard to ignore this one <laughs> yeah Zarban's gonna be mad at us for pr- propagating that story <laughs> well it, yeah I mean it should be noted that Michael Jackson was probably not actually a pedophile in, in, yeah. as it turns out but uh, speaking of Michael Jackson and unrelated to fandom but I just saw a Captain funny joke okay I just actually, saw Captain actually, it EO is, it, is related to, it is related to fandom that topic but go ahead I just saw Captain EO again for the first time in a while I, I also just rode Star Tours Oh, yeah. The new Star Tours that go. I I got butthurt, about fandom run amok. that I got all butthurt. You were about. the you were the one who were like they can't change Star Tours because no no my, because because, my because Hitler because childhood. <laughs> to be clear, my angle Bring on the whole Star thing Tours. was that if they're gonna take down Star Tours and put a restaurant there, that's probably okay because it's a janky old fucking ride. But they were fucking they were remake they were doing a prequel Star Tours with CG uh, it, 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 it schizoid whatever. Go on, but the new ride is great. Uh, it's um, <laughs> as long as you're sticking to your principles. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't have the. Uh, it doesn't have the. The I guess the heart of the I can't like the 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 tightrope walk that the original one was where it's like this is a four and a half minute long one or optical. Oh God, there's no way this is gonna work. And I always kind of rooted for them on that one. And this one, you know, it's CG, but it's cool. Even before you had any idea what an optical was. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. But it's it's very good. And it's I've never been on a ride film that shakes you like that on a motion platform, and you have 3D goggles at the same time. That's like that's next level. That's some really that's a really intense ride when it's 3D looking and they're moving you. That's scary. That's some next level shit we're talking about. But Captain Neo is fucking wonky as hell. <laughs> we're too. through the looking glass here, people. <laughs> anyway, okay. So they did bring up something in in the chat room that I I'm let's try really hard oh. not to not to boil over about this. I think I see Ewing's it. thing. I see it. Huh? Ewing's thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. just in general, yeah, the the idea we were just talking about that in the commentary. Starting we just did. from, I mean. Uh, it's it's coming from uh, you know mo- most prevalently with like Twilight and stuff like that, but the the inability to tell truth from fiction. It's like they you know the world wants so desperately, like Twilight fans want so desperately for Robert Pattinson and and what's her face Kristen Stewart <laughs> to actually be together, yeah, to be a real thing in real life, and then she. She cheated on him. I didn't on realize Snow they White. were. Yeah. I didn't either. I didn't either. Until, yeah, I didn't follow that yeah. story that closely. Or, or I, I, 
if I if I did know that, I dismissed it as like the you know the gossip rags being like, oh yeah, they're totally together and blah blah. blah whereas they never even they had to lunch each other. one day. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's <laughs> yeah. totally Twilight. And we got a know. picture of it, so we got a story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Creating a narrative or whatever. But but I guess they really were together or whatever. Or the narrative continues. Yeah, really. And like, there's this yeah, there's this weird almost fan fiction about celebrities that goes on. Well, of course, yeah, I mean, there's a meta story to the tabloids are essentially a meta story to. Are the rest of our culture is like okay? You go to a Tom Cruise movie not to see him as Ethan Hunt. You go to see Tom Cruise, right. and you want to know the story yeah. of Tom Cruise, and not some people well, don't the, care about Ethan Hunt. Getting back to the, the supposed topic, the, the one of the dark sides of fandom is when this little thing with Kristen Stewart came out with uh, you know with uh, she supposedly had an affair with the director of Snow White and the Huntsman, uh, who's married, uh, and and in kind of kind of. I think I like Kristen Stewart as much as I've ever liked her because within a day or two she came out with a statement going, yep, did it, fucked up on that one, sorry. You know, it's like she just like diffused it, just like, yeah, that happened. Just because just I don't want to see you guys debate it for the rest of eternity. Yeah, it happened, and I regret it, and okay, there you go. Uh, so, and, and, and what made the rounds after that, if you caught it, I actually, I actually looked at it just to see what it was all about. It was the, it went viral because a girl did a, basically a, a leave her own new version of Leave Britney Alone where she oh. just went off on her webcam about <laughs> what, you know, if Kristen Stewart, and, she, and she's British, which makes it even more interesting to listen to. And she just went off on this completely bizarre rant about how it's no one's business about Kristen Stewart, you know, who she's Whoa. doing. But then, but then, <laughs> but then what was great is that, but then halfway through, she can't maintain that anymore and she just breaks into tears and going, if she, I can't believe she did this! You know, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just an insane, incoherent rant, but it, it underscores the whole thing, and it underscores that you know again, it comes back to the word fandom comes from fanatic, yeah. fan comes from fanatic, and when you cross the line from fan to fanatic, that's on any level for any reason, that's when things get scary. And what scares me the most about people about the Kristen Stewart thing is Kristen Stewart and Robert Patterson are both twenty-something kids. They dated, and then I guess they broke up. That's not news. Yeah, that happens. That happens all the goddamn time. That's not a big deal. What is a big deal is apparently she has admitted it that that a guy, a married guy, cheated with the girl. That's something you could be outraged about. Yeah. I, I'm a little outraged myself about it. It's like, well, that doesn't sound like a good thing on anyone's part. I don't know the story. Um, I'm not going to go on the internet and be talking about it in detail either. But it's like... It's not the fact that she's in a fucking vampire movie that makes this a big deal. It's cheating with a married guy is kind of a big deal. It's still no one's business, but yeah, I don't give a shit business. about whether she's in a vampire movie or, you know, had a, had a had a date with, you know, the guy that's in the vampire movie with her. That's almost in- inevitable <laughs> when two young pretty people are starring in a movie together. They're going to they're going to smooch a little and, bit. And have to convince themselves day after day when the cameras roll that they have yeah, feelings for each a, other they're gonna that's gonna happen half the it time by the time, the time the movie's done you do you, you yeah. know and then you kind of forget you go oh, that's right we we're just pretending never mind yeah you know but you know that that the outrage is all about what this means to the fake vampire world and not about well gee it sounds like someone's marriage might be in trouble now and that's kind of a sad thing and maybe we should all just leave it alone I don't know do maybe think? it's none of our fucking business yeah exactly and if it, they make another Twilight movie that answers <laughs> the question of what's that one worth at least one marriage <laughs> <laughs> yeah well apparently it's uh, the, the Snow White no, and the Huntsman the sequel White. is already announced and now that's a little uh, in jeopardy so um, 
you know, have you ever had a relationship or seen somebody else in a relationship, hopefully when you were younger, where either the other person was really abnormally feelingly like they were fixated on you or maybe you were on them or maybe you saw this relationship between your you know your friend had a girlfriend or boyfriend that was fixated stop in a talking way. about margaret <laughs> i'm sorry what <laughs> i mean i think everybody i didn't has, know you knew about that i think everybody has either had that kind of relationship or has been witness right. to that kind of relationship in their lives or their friends lives and you know how creepy that like and how obviously unhealthy that is for everybody involved that is fandom do that <laughs> but instead of a real person in front of you make them an imaginary character or somebody you will never meet in your entire life and that just is even worse <laughs> now it's just weird it's i mean it's, it really is that that kind of relationship where you are either codependent or the person is codependent on you and it's you know it's the it's the internet meme the overly attached girlfriend it's it's that <laughs> but the other the other person is not even real or in your life in any way, shape, or form. It's yeah. a, either a celebrity or a totally fictional character. Oh, Doctor Who or whatever, this or that. That's not a real person, <laughs> everybody. Person. So don't be codependent on a person that doesn't yeah. even fucking exist. And the, person well, who, the person who acts sometimes in front of a camera as if they are that person, yes. they don't care about you either. Yes. They've never heard of you. Yes, yes, yes. They yes, don't yes, know yes. you at all. At the same time, the 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 person who doesn't exist is is sometimes less likely to disappoint you. That's true. Than the one who does, and, and people will get just as pissed it, off yeah. if they do. Like, I can't believe that she did that. Well, yeah. you know, a bunch of Jews in a room wrote that down and made her do it. <laughs> <laughs> so in the end, it's oh, the it's the Jews' fault. As always, if you don't like if you don't like what happened on the the bitch in room two thirty seven. Blame the Jews because they actually are the ones who did it. It's oh, true. There's all kinds of websites it's, too. It's empirically true. Twenty nine minutes and thirty two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> A new record for me for holding out. And again, I'm only saying what's true. The uh, friend of mine was talking about that. He was like, hey, he was a, he's a he's a TV writer. He's Jewish. And I was like, oh, get out. What are the odds? I have no idea. Did he go to Harvard by any chance? Um, that's just how it is. But I was uh, that that was I was going to actually key off on that and not turn into you know. <laughs> comedy no. Mel Gibson for you there, <laughs> but, your, but you're welcome. The Hitler fun time hour over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> comedy but, Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's right. You know, I'm, I'm fun Mel Gibson tonight. The um, <laughs> the the thing is, it's it's a weird thing about how, in so, in so many ways, the society that we've made with our technology has so outstripped. You know, we haven't evolved with our technology as fast as the technology has evolved. You know, yeah. We're the same people who built the pyramids, and we're the same people who 10,000 years before the pyramids. We weren't even good enough to build the pyramids. <laughs> we're still that creature. Yeah, uh, and we're still wired for all these, you know, things that really are that our our world is is doesn't have anymore or has these bizarre new versions of. One of the things, uh, and this is where this weird fandom sort of can, can can easily come from, is one of the things is you know obviously we are social as we were saying we're social animals. Um, how are we social? We're social because well there's that guy and I see him every day and therefore he is in my tribe. He sits next to me and we eat and that and, and he's okay and I enjoy him. He does sometimes he'll say something that amuses me, you know. That's how you know someone. That's how mm-hmm. that's what we're wired. That person is in my community. Well, we can all say that about Nathan Fillion. Yeah. yeah. He sits in my house with me and we eat and we look at each other and he amuses me. I like that Nathan Fillion. 
You don't know Nathan Fillion. Yes. Yeah. But your but our brain says your that we do. Primate brain. Yeah. Your yeah. the reptile part of your brain does can't make that distinction. Yeah. yeah I I know Nathan Fillion. I have to. Of course, he's in my house every afternoon. But you're not in his house. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. the weird. The same. Unless he listens to the podcast. The yeah. same thing. The case. same thing totally happens to me. And and you know, listening to podcasts and stuff like that. I listen to podcasts a lot, or you know, people on the radio, or you know, I I um you know see people in video podcasts, and then if I meet I happen to meet them at like NAB or something like that it's like they're like hey good to see you i'm like i feel like i see you all the time though it's <laughs> it was, yeah. weird to say that the, the weirdest like even the ones who even the ones that i do actually know <laughs> there's there's a weird thing where it's like i know i haven't actually spoken to you in like a year and a half but i feel like i've seen you f- quite frequently the weirdest circumstance i ever had like that i was i was actually working at the asylum i was assistant editing this it was a kids movie and so I was working in the office every day, and it was a two-week shoot. The first week they were on location, but the second week they were shooting in in the same studio. So for a week, I had been watching these people, and you know, syncing all of the the footage, and so just watching these people day in and day out. And then at the end, they were actually I was passing them in the hallways, and I really did like, hey, how's it going? You have no idea who the fuck I am <laughs> at all. Like you have never <laughs> seen me before in my yeah. life, in our lives. But I just made this like I made the. This, the social like you know nod your head as you pass mm-hmm. the person in the hallway and it, it really is like this our our primate brains our our monkey brains have not <laughs> caught up to the technology that that our monkey brains themselves have created somehow. i had a moment like that where i was i spent the when i first went up to la i was working on a shot that had dj qualls in it and then i went out to get lunch and i saw dj qualls yeah and it was like i won't say anything and that's kind of a unique thing about working in. Hi, know, I've been looking at your face at 4K all day. Yeah, <laughs> bro, it is, we have this. Weird you should get that looked at. So, yeah. yeah, so we've got that connection. Happening. It's like you want to hang out. Um, well, it's it's like you want to stare at my face for a while, leave yeah. it out. This is your chance. <laughs> this is your chance. Man. Drink, drink it in, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Let me rotate it. <laughs> that side. <laughs> well, hang on. The lighting isn't great over here. We need softer lighting. Um, it's. At least with regards to fandom, it's I think the 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 line that Fry has in the the Star Trek episode of Futurama, where he's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, back when I didn't have any friends, you know, they made me feel like maybe I kind of did, and Leela's like, oh, that's so pathetically sad. Oh, <laughs> but that's that's basically the yeah. sentiment is like you you go through these emotional journeys with these people, and your monkey brain can't tell the difference <laughs> between the fact that. They're actually in the room with you versus they're not. That is not a two-way communication, and so you build this what is in your you know amygdala you know a real emotional relationship. It, Chloe gave me a weird look, so it's probably not in the amygdala. It's probably a different part of the brain. Oh, don't be talking brain parts with Chloe in the room. Yeah, well, uh, probably a different part of the brain. But there's a part of your brain that's going that's producing the real emotions, and the the other part that's of your the brain doesn't doesn't know any better. Oh, that's just, anyway. that's just a blood pressure cuff. <laughs> oh my god, she's like even silhouetted by the window. It's like <laughs> I would have a dark queen. <laughs> what, whatever part of the brain it is, that is what's happening in your brain. The amadala. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the the, the amadala. <laughs> no, the god damn it. Anyway, jump in anytime, Chloe. Uh, no, I can't. Re- it's not the oh. Oh, okay. she doesn't know either. We're all doing okay. it's on the side. It's, we'll, we'll, we'll it's on it, the side, she says. Whatever. It's on the side. Anyway. That that thing is on the side. <laughs> but anyway, it's there. And it 
on the it side. It fucks you up. Yeah. Because the prefrontal cortex part of your brain is the one that knows we have things called televisions. The part on your side does yeah. not know that televisions exist. Because if you saw... If you saw Shatner tomorrow, you'd have to set aside the feeling that you want to go talk to him. You'd also have to dig down the fact that you know that he's wearing a toupee. And then if you saw Nimoy, you'd have to be like, okay, this is cool. He's not Spock. And you have to set aside the thing that he takes naked pictures of fat ladies. You have to. You know too much about people that you don't know. That, that's that's the other thing. And you, but you would have the you would have the totally asymmetric- honest reaction like, hey, it's Will. Oh, fuck. I don't know you. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, there there is an asymmetric uh, information quality to it. Like I know an order of magnitude more things about you than you do about yeah. me, and that it, by itself as a, as a separate thing is. And having seen how itself. people can deal with it from that side is also interesting because there's a whole range of ways that people deal with it. Some de- people deal with it exceptionally well and, yeah. and smoothly and just amazing how they navigate. Go find that. Will Wheaton's post about Don't Be a Dick. Yeah. yeah. That, and uh, Alton Brown wrote another great one as well. He was just recently doing a book tour and on his, on his blog he wrote a thing like, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> and he wrote this whole thing like, I'm, I'm on basic cable. I'm not even a millionaire and I'm not really what I would call a television star. So I'm not that. I'm not one of those. I don't travel around entourage. I'm going to be signing some books. You're welcome to come up and bring a book, and I'll sign it. Please don't be hanging around to be the last one at the book signing, because once I'm done signing books, I'm leaving. We're not going to go have dinner after if you're the last one. That's not going to happen. And he wrote this whole sort of very straightforward, like, look... I understand that you like my work, and of course, I'm grateful, and you know that's my job, and I, you know it's my living, and how could I not be grateful? And I'm I'm there for you. I'm making these appearances to be there for you, and you can ask me questions, and I will sign books, and we'll spend a few minutes together. But that's where it ends. And and he wrote this on his blogs before he starts. And and people's responses ran the gamut from "Oh, that was really awesome" to "What a stuck up fucking snob, man." It's like <laughs> so he. That was for you. He stuck yeah. a pin in your stalker balloon, is what you, is yeah. what you just told us right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nathan Fillion's on record as someone had asked him. I don't remember when it was. How can people indicate to you, "Oh my God, it's you," and have that not bug you? And he says, "Who says? Who is this?" Fillion. Fillion. And Fillion said, "Just nod and say, Captain." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll both share that moment. You'll feel cool, and I'll love it. Just be. Captain, <laughs> and I can still make my plane. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, uh, that's you know Nathan Fillion seems to do really well, and he makes himself very available. I mean, he's, yeah. he's who was he's... it? Was it was it one of one of you guys at at Comic Con who was talking about how he was giving out little cards? Yeah. Someone uh, no, mentioned I that. I don't, I don't know. This, uh, he, I don't know what someone was about. talking about that. Yeah. I, they, I heard. I heard he gives out like at 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 Comic Con. I guess <laughs> yeah. he was carrying. We around told these... that story recently on the show. Yeah. I can't remember. Who okay. Said. Yeah. He was carrying around these little cards. Which basically, like, if you if you came up to him, and you were like, "Hey, Nathan," he he'd be like, "Hey, what's up?" And he'd like hand you one of these cards because he had somewhere to be. And the card was like, "Sorry, I couldn't hang around and chat. I'm really busy, but you can tell people that we hung out or something like that." You know, <laughs> that's cool. It's your I hung out with Nathan yeah. Fillion evidence card. Yeah, exactly. I would totally be like, Captain, let me get the card though. Yeah, give me the card. <laughs> yeah, get a card. You have yeah, one of those. I don't. I think I've told this before, just on the subject of Nathan Fillion, real quick. The day. After I saw Firefly for the first time, uh, Chloe introduced me to Firefly and I was watching through Firefly. And then the next day we went to get breakfast at a diner and Fillion sits down next to us. <laughs> the day <laughs> wow. after. So at that now point, the, the, o- the only, the on only logical the assumption verse. I could make is that Fillion's always next to me and I didn't recognize him before. <laughs> It was so sudden. <laughs> you finally found out who that guy was. Yeah. <laughs> and again, that's your monkey brain tricking you. Yeah. It's an old, old Louis C.K. joke, but he's like, do you ever see someone who's a stranger that you don't know twice? 
It's like God's running out of extras in your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you ever? I, I, I know. I don't. I, I that guy again. Shit. I I there was a, a period where I was working on the on the west side and I had to you know go down the freeway every morning for like two three months, and somehow like seriously. I would I, see the same cars and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had, had I, I did not have, you know, I, I don't have anything resembling a, a regular schedule. You know, there's a variation of about half an hour either way, and yet somehow, like two car lengths in front of me and one over would always be this one car, and I could tell it was the same car. I didn't, uh, it, it wasn't even about the license plate, but it was like missing half its bumper, and it stuck in like a piece of styrofoam. To like fi- Dude, to to complete you're calling the bumper. someone out, and what if they listen to the show? No, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, if you listen, what it's like odds? Yeah. it's like Craigslist, one of those misty. Whoever you are, if you're listening <laughs> to this, let me because I felt like we were friends after a couple months. It's like that guy. It's like that guy did a wheelie in the Lincoln Tunnel and didn't realize he was next to Stephen Colbert yeah. who put it on the air that night. This the, is awesome. The uh, I, I had I had I have a car like that that I, I've seen repeatedly at different gigs in different areas. Mm. So I'll see the same car and I'll, I'll say it, Spaceball. It's on the license plate. It's Spaceball <laughs> or in license plate ease. And then I saw that same guy again repeatedly in a different part of town on a different gig, which is crazy. The only thing like that that I have, uh, which is really amusing, is I was, we were dri- when you're driving through Florida across the, <laughs> across the shaft, not down the shaft, of Florida, the, the streets are like, okay, we will put a street through this marsh because we need to travel, but it's literally <laughs> it's, laser straight it's for, the like, straightest line for like 60 in miles. The world, right. Yeah. And typically, there's really not much cop action going on out there, so you're going like 90 or like 95. And there was this guy that I remember driving this one time I was making the drive, and in front of me was a guy in a red Mustang. And we were both at the same speed as each other, which is probably 5 or 10 miles an hour faster than the people that were in the right lane. And we'd just keep doing this, and we'd, you know, we'd go out into the left lane to pass, go back in, and we were together like that for like half an hour. And it, we were like, it, there was, I don't know this person at all. It's just a car. But we were like doing the exact same thing for half an hour. And then as soon as he left, he was exiting off the freeway, he double taps his brake lights, so they flash at me, and I flashed him, and we went our separate ways. <laughs> it was like, bump, later, yeah. boy. <laughs> That's right. It's just, you, you had a relationship. You formed yeah. a relationship for the period of time that it lasted. And I am outraged <laughs> about fandom things. Yes. Anyway. I've told the story of my, my, my two-second conversation psychically with Peter O'Toole, right? <laughs> Haven't I told that story? I don't know. Story? Tell it again. Story. It's like, I, I, I'd been in L.A. for a while, and I'd... I'd seen if you if you went to I, I went to UC, USC but I used to go to UCLA all the time because that's where all the you know the good movie theaters and restaurants were so I would take the bus from UC, USC to UCLA and I would hang out and when I get to the, when I would get there I would try and spend the day I would usually see like two movies and get something to eat and and, and make a day of it to make the trip worthwhile on the bus um, one day it was just before the Oscars were happening I I was sitting in uh, the boulangerie which is right behind I think it's still, still Ooh, say there. it again it's slow boulangerie <laughs> I, I, I'm oh. sure I blew it I'd never studied French but it's it's right behind the I guess the, the Westwood it's either the Bruin or the Westwood those two big theaters that are at the top of the street and there's a there's a pastry place right behind it um, little hole in the wall place where you get a croissant um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that make you hot when I say croissant uh, croissant yeah so I'm sitting there one day it's in, during the day and the Oscars I put it together later the Oscars were coming up later that week and that year, the stuntman, among other things, was was nominated, and Peter O'Toole was nominated for best uh, actor. And I was literally reading the paper, 
and reading about, you know, they were doing these things. And I just, not that long before, I'd read an article about how Peter O'Toole, he's in town because the Oscars are coming up. He's staying at Richard Rush's house, the director's house. And there was a picture of them, like, lounging by the pool, you know, like, yeah, how do you think the Oscars are going to go? And then, so I'm sitting there by myself. I got my coffee, my croissant at this little place. And it's full of people. And this group of people come walking into the counter. And I just look up because it caught my eye that there was movement. And I saw this group of people. And they walk up to the counter. And there was this tall, lanky, frizzy, crazy, gray-haired guy who was kind of hanging back from the group and 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 i'm looking at him going who i've seen that guy before and he's starting to look around at the room he's sort of scanning the room just sort of taking a look around he's not talking to anybody he's looking making you know looking see or, or this little coffee shop place and just as he just as he looks at me and i see him full face i think holy shit that's peter o'toole and he saw me think you are Peter O'Toole <laughs> as he was making eye contact with me. In this, you know, we weren't, we're talking. We were 20, 30 feet apart. Um, no one else was paying any attention to him. But he and I locked eyes as I mentally projected the idea, you're, ah! Peter, you're Peter O'Toole. And he, and he projected back, I am. <laughs> and I kind of went, cool, dude. And went back, you know, just on with your day. And he and he went to guys coffee. That that was my psychic conversation with Peter O'Toole. It was, it was almost I, a date. I, I, I think a, it was probably the coolest celebrity encounter in terms of how cool I was. Where all I did was acknowledge like Peter O'Toole, nice. And he was and he was like, rock on O'Toole. <laughs> and he was like thanks. And then he got coffee and went away. I, I had got, basically the same interaction with George Takei, except. Yeah, I, I turned around. So I was, did I. I was well, in not the, exactly. Yeah, the same. You, yours was a little more up close and personal. Well, Thanks, yes. Decay. Yeah. Well, yes, he knew that. Uh, uh, I turned around. He was literally on the other side of the t-shirt rack, and I went ah <laughs> in my head, not out loud. Oh, okay. But he definitely saw that, and his re- his reaction instead of like yes, I am was I'm going to look away now and not make <laughs> eye contact at all. Okay. But there was definitely like I reacted. And then he noticed the reaction, and he reacted in his own way. He's clearly too excited. Yes. Well, here's a, this one I'm avoiding. This is what happens if you don't do that. Because I have a friend who was, uh, he was at a, a deli, like in Culver City, but at lunch. And he's standing in line waiting for the deli. And then someone behind him taps him on the shoulder and says, hey, how do you order in this place? <laughs> and, he, and he turns around, oh, yeah. and it's James Woods. And he goes, you're James Woods. <laughs> And James Woods looked at him like he was a thousand assholes and said, yeah. Yeah. How do you order order this place? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I woke up this morning knowing I was James Woods. That wasn't the question. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. (laughs) Moving on. Correct answer. Incorrect question. I think I've also told this one before, but uh, Chad Peter almost ran over Philly in once after Firefly, but before Firefly, you know? And um, I, I love this story because it's, it's, perfectly indicative of all the subtleties of LA because Fillion is on an electric skateboard and he's crossing one of the streets going along the side of Ventura and Chad rolling stops at the thing and almost hits him and Fillion says you know whatever hey I'm walking here whatever it is (laughs) and Chad leans out the window and says fuck you Captain Mal there's a lot of nuance in that yeah (laughs) speaking of fandom yeah not only do I recognize you (laughs) fuck you man I don't give a shit (laughs) yeah I, I know who you are. That's I almost don't care. That's almost colder than fuck you. 
I Fuck think, you, Captain Mel. I think I, it feels to me like it, it's exactly although, what Philly was talking about. Although knowing Chad, I'm like, that's that that's charming. <laughs> yeah, from Chad, from that's, Chad, that's, that's, that's really quite well played. <laughs> I think I think you can't I I think you can't help but not you know be charmed by that if you're Nathan yeah. Philly. <laughs> it's like it's like I I respect you so much. I'm not even giving you a pass. I'm like, <laughs> no, you crossed in front of me, man. <laughs> you crossed in front of me. If I'd hit you, I would have been within my rights. <laughs> I would have been torn to pieces by rabid Firefly fans. That's not you don't want to be that guy for the rest of history. Right. So, God forbid you should run over Nathan Fillion because then it'll be your fault Firefly never comes back. It would have come back otherwise. Anyway, do you want to try to fill the next 13 minutes with celebrity anecdotes or do you want to... <laughs> didn't we, do, okay. a, didn't no, we do a show? Yeah. Okay. Wait, no, didn't we do a show where we already told a lot of these stories for some justification? I'm I, think, just I think, think most of these have come up before. I, I was going to say, though, that, that, that there is a level of, of fandom where things can get really weird and we don't don't switch the microphone off. Is <laughs> I and I don't know if we've covered it. And if we have, just say, yo, we did that in episode, you know, ninety. We, we they already covered that in episode twenty-four. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> I don't think we have any of those kinds yeah, of fans. I think so we I think do. Oh, I think we do. But um, the there's a weird thing here for for people like us. And I think we've all had some range of this experience or other. Someone that we recognize as a celebrity. And then we work with them, and we do kind of get to know them. Mm. That's kind of creepy. And uh, yeah. It can be, it can be yeah. shocking yeah, and, I've had that and not what you expected, or it can be cool, or it can be sort of just like, now, he's, now it's just a person I know. Yeah. You know, which is a, a – and then they, now, now I do know them. Now my monkey brain is twice as confused. <laughs> like, now I don't know what happened anymore. The biggest, the biggest change in perception that I've had after a thing like that is that when I'll see that person on a movie theater screen, I'll think – I'll know how big that person is, but the movie makes them look bigger, and not just because they're 50 feet across, but because just something about the import of the camera and the angles and all that just makes that person like, that's a pretty big dude. And then it's like, no, he's, he's not. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I could take him. It's just you put a wide-angle lens right in front of someone and kind of tilt it up, and people just look bigger. And Tom Cruise has built his career off of this fact. Oh, of course. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah Tom true. Cruise was not who I was talking about. Famously. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. But uh, we're not talking about Tom Cruise. We're not, no, no, we're not talking about Tom Cruise because I do not know him. Although that guy's a fan too. That's true. There was uh, there's one story I don't know if I'm told that was uh, was fairly early on in my career that uh, a friend of mine was doing a, a puppet television show um, on a uh, on <laughs> again it's going to seem like this is like a thing with me. Um, I don't know if there still is, but there was a a, a small uh, network, um, a Jewish television network. Oh God. It's 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 the story, okay? It's the freaking story, and it's actually critical to the story. It's part sure. of the story. It's like, so, so the Jews. So the Jews, right? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they have their own television network now. Um, a friend of mine. A friend of mine. I thought they already had all of them. Yeah, they <laughs> started, but they're, they're, now they're just being blatant about it. The the. It's 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 a uh, it's a it's part of cable. You know, it's bundled with cable, and I, I don't know the name of it, but it's it's uh, but whatever. But they have you know they, they at the time anyway. There was there were, probably it existed, and uh, and they would have you know shockingly like I don't know I want to you know blow you out of the water here, but there's also black entertainment television. Oh my <laughs> god, now I'm gonna get letters. But you know, uh, so so a friend of mine was doing a, a show for that for that network, and it was a kids show, uh, but it was a kids you know it was a Hebrew themed kids show for the Hebrew. Television network, not the that people any, of that persuasion. Not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> okay, uh, sure. and it was called Aleph Bet Blastoff, which means A B. It's the Hebrew alphabet. Okay, so fine. See, I even know their alphabet. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> it's like they have a different word for, it's like everything. They have a word for everything. Well, here's the thing about the show. It was it was a puppet show. It was a kids puppet show, part puppets, part real kids, and it was about this kid, th- these kids who meet this uh, in this like book short bookstop full of curiosities and you know old stuff. Um, they, there's this uh, mouse who knows all about history. And so they talk to the mouse and the mouse will tell them about the amazing story of so-and-so. And then they'll do a little flashback and it's all done with live actors and puppets and it's, you know. Sounds very nice. It's that kind of thing. It's all about Hebrew and Jewish history. Um, and a friend of mine was the producer of it. It was like a limited series of, you know, a few episodes and, and ghost puppeteers and all that. And, and so a lot of my friends were working on it. Um, I wasn't working on it. But then one morning I got a call saying, hey, look, uh, someone couldn't make it in today. Can you come down real quick? And we just need we're doing a big puppet scene. We need all the puppeteers we can get. Can you come in and just do a thing for a, an hour or two? I'm like, yeah, right, yeah. So I come get, get in the car. I didn't have coffee. I come try and drag my ass down. I come on in the stage. OK, what's going on? It's like, OK, here you go. Here's your puppet. Um, and here's your script. And I was like, I was thinking I was going to be like a camel or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a speaking role. Uh, I have a speaking role. I had to play a little boy. Um, and, and to this day, I know what my lines were. And here they are. Um, the, the episode was about uh, a great uh, Jewish uh, uh, rabbi and uh, philosopher and teacher called uh, named Maimonides. And it was all about the history of Maimonides and what a wise man he was and so on. And, uh, and so the scene was, there's a doorway, a little, the, Maimonides' hut, or his, you know, his little place there, and everyone's lined up, and all these puppets are lined up outside. And, and we, one by one, the scene is we knock on the door, and Maimonides comes to the door, and he says, who is it? And the puppet says, I'm so-and-so, and I'm here to learn the ways of medicine. Oh, do come in. Uh, door closed. And then we have a little conversation outside. Knock, knock, knock. Who is it? I am so-and-so, and I come to learn the thing. No. I'm, my line it's me, Eliyahu. I've come for my Torah instruction. That's my line. <laughs> so, Lovely. Yes. See, Eliyahu. I, nailed, I even nailed the pronunciation. So there's a bunch of all of us puppeteers are so not Jewish, and we're all standing around memorizing our lines that are full of Hebrew words, which is <laughs> How do you pronounce this exactly? I don't know. A bunch of Gentiles trying to say Eliyahu and things like that. Anyway, uh, I was just thrown into this so quickly. The, the schedule was so quickly. Literally, just like, here's your puppet, here's your script, go! And, we, and so we're standing here, we're rehearsing. I was like, okay, we're fine. Here we go. And we're going to do it. Now, Maimonides himself was going to be a real person. And he wasn't part of the, the scene because all he has to do is come to the door and say, who is it? So someone did that for a rehearsal. And they said, okay, here we go. And then ready. And okay, we're, we're going to take it, everyone. Let's go. And we're all standing there. And I'm like, and I'm sitting here in my brain. And all I'm doing in my brain is going, I wish I had coffee. I'm me, it's me, Eliyahu. I'm here for my Torah instruction. God, I wish I had some coffee. It's me, Eliyahu. I'm here for my Torah instruction. That's it. That's the one thing I have to do in this scene. And it's a wonder. It's a, it's a damn wonder. And I'm at the end of the line. And uh, it's the, you know, the actor's nightmare. It's... <laughs> And so, knock, 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 and I'm sorry, I just got my head down, and I'm just, you know, keeping my puppet alive up over my head on camera, and it's, it's me, Eliyahu, for my tour instruction. It's me, Eliyahu, for my tour instruction. It's me, Eliyahu, for my tour instruction. And then finally, it comes to my place in the line, knock, I, I knock on the little door, the door opens up, I finally look up, the actor playing uh, Maimonides is Ed Asner. <laughs> News to me until that second. <laughs> so he, uh, he, uh, no, no, what do you want? He, he knocks the door and he goes, who is it? And I said, Ed Asner. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. That was a cut, uh, and we redid it. <laughs> uh, great. Everyone was right. That was good. Uh, Except for Trey, the new guy. Let's do one more for safety. Yeah. Trey, stop. You can go home. You can go home now. I thought the other way that the story was going to go because of how you were setting it up was he comes out, and you're like, I need coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that was... I would have. That would have been better. Like, <laughs> actually, frankly, that would have been better. Ed Asner, I need coffee. 
That may have been the second thing I said. Uh, uh, see, Trey, if you, weren't, you, a, say, if you say, weren't a fan of Ed Asner. I'm so traumatized that to this day that I can, I'll never not say that line again. <laughs> if I ever see Ed Asner now I will, in the wild, I will say, It's me, Elio! My tour instruction! <laughs> And they'll get the same reaction. Yeah. What the fuck? Who is that guy? Just like I need coffee. <laughs> yeah, I always need coffee. I'm just it's my my. The moral of the story is don't do a scene as a Jewish puppet with Ed Asner before you've had coffee. Yeah. I think that's pretty clear. Without realizing it's Ed Asner. You should yeah, know it's Ed Asner at least. Yeah. If you're gonna do that scene, be like, Ask? is it as Ed Asner? Trey, enough Ask of first. enough of the platitudes, okay? I know, I know. It's it's obvious. I just felt, you know, okay. Who's I my sh- is it, it was, Ed Asner? Because yeah. look, <laughs> I thought we were above cliche, and quite frankly, yeah. that was very cliche. It's, I've heard that sentiment in a thousand productions. It's, a thousand it's like stories. your mom always taught you: don't do a puppet scene with Ed Asner without coffee. I mean, <laughs> I, I know you're right. You're right. I shouldn't even have bothered. Everyone knows that one. <laughs> this another really important breaking news and things that you haven't heard before on Down in Front. <laughs> You can always find us down in front at Nets. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Brand new episode every single week. Twitter.com slash down in front. Uh, Twitter. Uh, fa- Twitter.com slash down in front. Whatever. Facebook down in front show. Ed Asner. Down in front show <laughs> at gmail.com. Go to the forum. Become part of the community. Uh, give us money. Buy our shirts. Holden Hill. My name is T. Chris. Ryan Finifter. My Scott. It's Amelia. Whoever for my tour instruction. <laughs> it's been down in front. Thank you for listening. Good night. Good night. <laughs>